All right, a lot of critical food topics to get to this morning, Tom, that we didn't make it to in the last show, but some of them have just increased in urgency in the intervening time. First of all, there has been a huge amount uh, between this and the other podcast we do. Um, there has been a huge amount of mayo discourse um, surrounding your mayo habits. It's not a mayo habit. Mayo is just delicious. Well, a lot of people feel that putting mayo on a meatball sub is an unusual choice. But it's not because the acidity of the tomato and the mayo goes always with acidic tomato stuff and salsa-y stuff. It's, it's, a, it's a perfect pairing. It's a per I, I don't understand like how somebody wouldn't understand how... So they... you use mayo like as sour cream, basically. Um... A little bit different, a little bit different, but but close. It's sour cream with salt that's more... It's like vinegary. It's vinegary, is. and yeah. it's also just the consistency is wonderful. Like for, So, for instance, mayo with a hot dog with ketchup is also wonderful. It's just a totally... It opens up the universe a little bit. Whereas, remember, when we're, we're talking about... Meatball sub, you're dealing with tomatoes and sugar and salt. I have a philosophical mayo question, actually. Mm -hmm. Is mayo savory meringue? Uh, meringue? It's also an egg, a fluffy egg. No, because meringue to me it tastes like styrofoam. Uh, meringue is, is something that wasps uh, make uh, that... Uh, that they Not talk like about, the hard oh, meringue oh, cookie, but like when you have a lemon with, meringue pie with the top. No, I know what meringue is. I okay. think it, it's it's it might be in meringue in the sense that hardos, food hardos, mm -hmm. like to talk about the art of making meringue because it's especially difficult. But they're I, both I, made with egg with fluffy yes, I realize egg. it's yes, but it's whipping eggs. People, mm -hmm. elite food elitists love to whip eggs. It's, it's <laughs> no, it's it's true. I remember having him. But a, eggs are a, like a, a magical food. That's why they have such amazing structure and they make all baked goods what they are. And they have like healthy fats and proteins and uh, they hold all the baked goods into one piece. And it, they just have amazing properties that make them special. I understand so that. So I feel like an egg, egg based. No, no, well, the, whipped, the whipped egg set. <laughs> these are people who, these are the same kind of people who. Um, graduated there's people who do, who talk about how they can whip an egg into meringue or mayo mm -hmm. are the same people who I feel at, like meringues uh, are easier than are the mayo. same people who at 22 were making their own craft beer you know pumpkin beer or whatever and mm -hmm. you know I just need two more months it's under the sink in the in the thing it's an elitist uh voyage the the whipped egg people like to go on it is it is it's it's more about uh, these are this is pretense these are pretentious people so that's why, like, mayo is, it's just fine. Hellman's, or Best Foods, uh, does mayo just fine. You never have to deviate. It's all right there. It's done for you. And canned mayo is wonderful. It, it, Seed oil. Whatever it is. It's wonderful. <laughs> we need to talk to Hellman's. I'm going to talk to Best Foods. Okay. That was a big thing for me when I went and moved to California to have Hellman's no longer be Hellman's. It's just Best Foods over there. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Who knew? Who knew? Well, anyway, but there there does seem to be agreement that dipping fries in mayo is okay. Although, some debate on Twitter still. Yeah, but it, if you're dipping fries in mayo, for it, it, do you understand? Do, do Americans not get the fact that that it's kind of weird that we dip fries 
in tomato pasty sugar. Oh yeah, ketchup liquid. is the lamest. Sauce. Ketchup is a radical condiment. People need to, <laughs> don't seem to understand. Oh, people in other countries like don't even know. They don't have ketchup, basically. No, it's tr- it's like it's trashy. I, I understand. They I, don't have peanut butter either. In and I like it. And, and actually, but my friend, uh, friend of mine, I do respect ketchup with eggs is a wonderful thing because, it, especially as a kid, it's like hot sauce for people who can't do hot sauce. Well, but also with a, as a kid, eggs were hard to eat. You, uh, for me, anyway, it was you get just a little wary about eggs. Maybe it's something that kids just have because they're afraid of getting poisoned or whatever. But um, so ketchup helped with scrambled eggs. But but in ketchup is so you know I'm a user of ketchup. We have it. Well, it's not really a weekend one eighty friendly, so I, I don't. Use the primal it. kitchen one isn't bad. It doesn't have added sugar or anything. Yeah, but I mean, if you need, first of all, let, why don't we just start with this? Mm-hmm. A hot dog actually needs nothing. It can have things, but it is, and this is something that, that our kids know and practice. A hot dog is just delicious. It's yeah, all hot it's dog all is good salt just as a hot dog. and God knows what else. <laughs> Ectoplasm and and plutonium, as far as I know, is, is what <laughs> but makes, it tastes good. Right, it, but it tastes damn good. It's always always good. At least. Good. Some are better, better than others, obviously. I did see a Facebook post from one time who's like, I can't believe in this day and age a parent would actually give their child a hot dog. That parent's what's called <laughs> an a-hole. That person. A hot dogs are one... <laughs> Imagine that... You know what's funny? That same person, if a hot dog... If a, if a package of Nathan's hot dogs costed $120, that person would be all about it. But it's just that it's delicious and cheap. People, elitists, look down on things that are delicious and cheap. Mm-hmm. Can't believe you're eating a hot uh, dog. Oh, can't believe you're eating spam. Oh, well, how and dare I you. think there's parents that do this with their kids that didn't do it when they were kids. Oh, totally. No, like th- I think we actually know somebody that, like, you knew in high school, and I met her through a totally different, um, you know, route. And I knew her as somebody like she doesn't feed her kids any processed sugar at all. And she told me it was like, you might as well hand your kid a cigarette. Mm -hmm. She's like, I wouldn't get them started smoking. Why would I feed them processed sugar? And then you were like, she said that in high school. She like whatever she wants. She did not follow the no No. processed sugar, healthy lifestyle. Last time I think I remember her in she was she was quite a a, uh, dazzling um, young lady was her. Um, her friends holding her blouse while she did a keg stand so that it wouldn't fall up. But she was, <laughs> she was anyway. Uh, John Greenwood says, "I'm having deli slices of market baskets, rare roast beef right now. Delicious. Holy moly! Going to heat some up in a saucepan with my best version of sauce and put it on a hamburger bun. Absolutely no mail will, will defile it. Um, I endorse almost all of that. And if you've got your own, I, I love deli slices of roast beef." Mm-hmm. By the way, a friend of mine back in uh, turned me on to a radical approach to roast beef. He got, bought a roast beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. This is it, we were. This is just in Boston, like at a Seven Eleven, one of those. Okay. And he covered it with a pile of pepper, and 
like an inch of pepper, like way too much pepper. I've, I've never seen like just it. crushed black pepper. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen that before, and it's delicious. Hmm. And I've since come to discover through other friends that excessive pepper can be great. Like uh, Stokey, our friend. Uses... Or like if you get kind of a crust on things. Well, I guess so. Stokey uses it on um, cottage cheese. Oh, okay. Which is, which is good. So um, now extremist content on Twitter says, Hi, Tom and Alice, all you can eat pod, listening to the latest episode and just wanted to give you some insight on the takeout issues. Mm -hmm. This is a controversy, controversy yes. that we talked about last week where the restaurant, the Goodfellas, would not do takeout. They're not doing it tonight. <laughs> Says I worked at I work at a local small restaurant and sometimes we get a rush inside and take out all at once. The kitchen can't keep up. Um, and so he says. So we stopped taking the takeout orders. Allison res responded. I guess what confuses me is if we went in and sat down and ordered the same food, they would serve it and then put it on the takeout box for us after. And it seems like that's a great point, Alice. That that would even be would be even more work, but I suppose that you're la at least limiting the orders to the amount of seating. Uh, extremist content says, yeah, that's basically it, limiting the orders to just the amount of seating. Takeout also gets messy with people being quoted one time, quoted one time and showing up extremely early and being mad their food wasn't ready yet. <laughs> I say, yeah, easier I could to see just that eliminate the issue altogether. I could see that being annoying, but I do I. Do not believe that that restaurant was that busy. Not at that moment, although it was Friday. True. But it was Friday like at what, 6? Yeah. Uh, probably before. Or 6.30 probably, maybe, yeah. Right, and, but also I think that that showed that the restaurant had didn't have any idea of our mindset. Our mindset was that we just needed something on the road. You know, if we were shorted um, wings... Or didn't get a sauce or whatever didn't matter. We just we'd be gone. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't care. We just needed. This was not like, let's try the famous uh, um, Joe Pesci burger. This was you and I. Yeah, just simply needed something. It was in we stomach. had already passed the McDonald's. Yes, we needed something in <laughs> stomachs to, and we couldn't place up where we were in our destination was closing. So that was it. So this was simply like. Hand us a hot thing and we'll eat it and pay for it and we don't hold any standards. That's what right. this was. Maybe that's what we should have said. Yeah. But then again, you never you're never used to. Or we could have gone in and ordered the food. And sat down. <laughs> right. We could have lied. Oh, and secretly ran out with it. <laughs> well, we could have sat down. Stop, keep sat that down here. Ordered the food. Wait till they bring it out and then be like, oh, you know what? <laughs> Can you just actually bring us a takeout box and the check? Oh, you, or you know what? We should keep takeout boxes. They sell those. Just scoop it right into the takeout box. Yes. The waiter comes at the plate and you just jump it yes, right I'll into the, the takeout box. Exactly. <laughs> and we can tell them, well, I assure you, you're no part of this. Game it's not about here. you. I know this workaround here that we're doing. I know that you feel like this. You don't the... understand. We weren't allowed to do takeout. <laughs> We're taking things into our own hands. This is about survival. It's not about you. It's nothing personal. Um, we'll that's... try it next. We'll go to Goodfellas. <laughs> We're going to try the illegal takeout maneuver, or are we just going to try and eat there like normal humans do? Um, so anyway, so I was um, in this Twitter discussion about fries and mayo and and fries and sauce in general because Chick-fil-A was in the news and there was a discussion because they had used waffle fries. 
they're like famous for that. Yeah, uh, they okay, do a they're waffle not famous fry. for that for me, but I appreciate a waffle fry. But people do. I mean, like people know them for having waffle fries. You know how places get known for like having a specific shape of fry. Yeah. Yes. Or they try to down, get known I, I for I look that. Down on people who love a place because of fries, but I know that that you're included in that, so that's fine. Well, the McDonald's fry is like an iconic. That's why it was so great when you got me the world famous McDonald's French fry sweatsuit that I still wear <laughs> and I love because the McDonald's French fry is like renowned around the world. What a beautiful thing that is. There's like nothing like that when you get them, when you hit there them is, in the drive through when like they're that. like there super hot like and fresh and salty and they have like a, enough salt on them and they're like burning you. They're so hot. That's one of the best thing. Garbage once they get cold. But, uh, I'll, I'll, but, but, but so anyway, so the discussion was then, um, what's the best fry? Because the crinkle obviously sucks. That's the swirly one? No, no, no. The crinkle is like the wavy fry. Oh, that's an a-hole. That's terrible. Those are terrible. That's, te- that's terrible. Oh. Oh, the my goodness. The crinkle is a bad fry. The potato wedge almost always is terrible. Oh, you should have been. You weren't around for Buzzy's roast beef, but Buzzy's roast beef. They would, the fries were wedges, huge chunks Not of potato. Not into wedges, no. Half the people were on heroin there anyway at 2 a.m. <laughs> and those potato wedges were just a downer. Oh, potato wedges. But did people up. like swear by them? No, God no. Okay. No. Okay, I don't know. But, but potato but, wedge but is, do, but, is, is, is a, mm-hmm. a cop-out. It's, 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 we didn't bother making a fry. We right. just cut this potato into and, like four and pieces. And threw paprika <laughs> on it to pretend that it's a cuisine. Because the potato wedge is terrible. The I feel that the um, what's the one I just said that they have the, the waffle fry waffle the crosshatch one mm-hmm. yeah the the waffle did you fry, say crosshatch it is it does remind me of it's crosshatched what's a crosshatch it's when you draw lines in one diagonal direction and then in the other diagonal direction oh. like to mm-hmm. shade something it's crosshatched oh. anyway um. Yeah, I couldn't get to the word waffle fry. But yeah, the waffle fry is okay because like an actual waffle, it does have lots of crevices Mm -hmm. to hold sauce. But I think bar none, the best shape for a fry is the traditional skinny fry like a McDonald's, like a shoestring fry. Because it has the biggest surface area for sauce, which is the point, obviously, of a French fry is to get the most sauce into your mouth. At any given time, and I think I think when I said that to you early in our relationship was when you fell in love with me. When um, I said that fries are really just a vehicle for sauce. Of course, yeah. But within the shoestring size, that a curly one can also be good because that can sometimes hold extra sauce just because the shape of it, like a telephone cord, can yeah. can hold more. Yeah, but, but this, it has this, the but, same but surface is, area. But this is, you know, balancing on, um, this is log rolling, the thing where you stand on the log in the water um, Mm -hmm. and try not to fall off, whatever that's called. That's Mm -hmm. what this is. This is, you you can't put anything on either the shoestring fry or the uh, curly fry. You no, you can't. You you can't put anything of substance. A waffle fry. You could actually put a glob of sub something really good. You could put meat on there. You can put a hunk of cheese on there. These other fries can't be. Aren't really container. I mean, they're they're essentially oil dipsticks that you can use to gather whatever. <laughs> yeah, you coat it in each thing. But it, but you but could then, make a meal the, out of waffle fries with stuff on them. 
Yeah, no, waffle fries are great if you're doing like a loaded fry, like a cheese and chili. Yes, and also the Friendly's backbone, the, the, the structural integrity of a waffle fry is is unbeatable. The others, the, the, that those shoestring fry can't do any work for you. That said, I think probably they probably feel since the waffle fry is mostly um, the stuff in the middle, all the starch is is heavy, and the shoestring fly is fry. Sorry, is like we said. Is four sides in thin. Mm-hmm. So ratio wise, you're ratio, probably ratio, yeah. As far as just grease goes, yeah. Then, for speed of scooping things into your mouth, it can't hold up. But, but in terms of the sauce to fry ratio, it's definitely a winner. And I mean, I mean, it does take longer to eat things. Um, I also kind of have a soft spot, and I don't even think this is like technically a fry, but it used to make me happy when I was a kid. Um, you know those frozen fry potato things that you can Tots? buy no the ones that look like a smiley face it's some kind of like reconstituted potato product Mom? um do i know it i don't think so um i don't know but they're like you there you can buy them and they're frozen and they look like a smiley face i think they're sometimes in like tv dinners does that sound vaguely familiar but anyway they are as a pringle is to a chip they are to a fry. Oh, I really? Suppose. They're, they're, yeah, they're like reconstituted. But anyway, I do like those. Um, they don't have the structural integrity of like a waffle fry, but but um, but I I think that's all true. I think for a loaded fry, for a fry with stuff piled on it, you need like the waffle type of shape or something like that. And like we encountered this, so we started to talk about this, and we ran out of time on the last episode. But I think that. Um, and that that's one of the reasons why poutine is sometimes tough poutine. is because the shape of the fry can't necessarily withstand all the moist stuff that you're putting on it. And so it gets soggy. Um, yes, but but I think when you've opted in, when you've opted in to poutine, then you've already then you've already said, thrown in the towel and said, okay, I'm going to get a mushy mess of goodness. And so at that point, I understand that waffle fries in there would be good to scoop out the, what's it called? Gravy. Cheese curds and, and gravy, and gravy yeah. et cetera. Scoop it. But I don't, but I think that the, the deal is that this was created by drunk people at three in the morning and this was all they had and we're, we're honoring them, whoever it was. I, I I opt into poutine. I think it's delicious. Where do we have it? The Har- Hardwick House of Pizza. We did have it there. Positive pie. Positive pie in Hardwick. Um, um, no, I think it's it's totally indulgent. It's totally gluttonous, but it's almost like a pasta. It really is. Yeah, it's. I mean, and I like all the components, but I'm not a fan of like soggy foods. I don't love that. Like even when it comes to something like a nacho. You can melt cheese on the nachos and the chips will stay chips. But like you're a fan of actually putting the salsa on the nachos during the heating step, which I don't like because I feel like it makes it soggy. I like to have the cheese and chips heated up and then dip into the salsa. I feel like you can put on things like like dry things like olives and stuff during the heating step. Mm hmm. But then if you put salsa on during the heating step, it just makes like a saucy mess like the poutine does. Yeah, but I do think that 
that once again that a special dispensation has to be given to poutine for the fact that it is pure and total gluttony and actually there's a there's a i actually and i'll let people in on this i actually have a glutton version of nachos that i make i've never done this with you i don't think so but right around the time we met um i was doing this where i used to take um tortilla chips and olive oil and hot sauce and cheese and make a slurry in a frying pan with them and hot peppers so it would be viciously hot but don't the chips get soggy yes though? they do but that's the point i don't like soggy bread products like that well i mean you don't like turkey stuffing not particularly really i feel so bad for your palate that's awful no i mean we've discussed this even like sometimes i think your casseroles are too much of a just one big gelatinous thing i don't what, what casseroles like remember we went through the green bean casserole phase and I didn't like your green bean casserole, you and know? you were mad at me, and I said it lacked structural integrity. Yeah, well, and you were mad have, at me. Should be I don't need all my food. food to seem like it went through a blender. Should be the I like that. Oh, I, I don't like that. Living. No, oh. I don't. <laughs> oh, you are missing out. You are gonna love the nursing home. Uh, yes, <laughs> can't they wait. Next you year. everything <laughs> like that. So anyway, so I was. Um, I'm thinking about that too because chili or not chilies um has the word chili in it. Taco Bell came out with a new dish, the steak chili verde fries. They're also bringing back the anchorito, which I don't think I've ever had. Have you had a um an anchorito? Anchorito? I don't think so. Is that is, I, I assume it's like it's an some enchilada. kind. Of, yeah, it's a like an enchilada burrito, I guess, like a combination. But I guess Taco Bell used to be known for it and they um are bringing it back by popular demand for the um for the nostalgia factor hmm. it won a fan vote last year but I the mean, steak yeah. chili verde fries is going to be uh this is their latest nacho fry innovation it covers crispy spiced french fries and marinated grilled steak with nacho cheese sauce three cheese blend sour cream Crunchy fiesta strips and chili verde sauce made with jalapeno, lime, and zesty herbs. Also available is the steak chili verde fries burrito with the same ingredients. I don't know if a fry belongs inside a burrito. I have to be I mean, honest. This idea of stuffing fries inside burritos is is rubbish. There actually is there is a I think it's Taco Bell Burger King has a huge like breakfast burrito where they have hash browns in there. Not a fan. Not, I went to some I, I just, fancy I burrito also, place also, where there was a California yeah. burrito and it had potatoes in it, and I was very off-put. I don't think potatoes belong in a burrito. I I generally agree. Unless you opt into, like, a breakfast thing and you want to, you know, it's... it's, it's, it's I don't like know. breakfast burritos or, like, the breakfast taquitos that you get or any of well, that. The, no, the I don't McDonald's want an egg in there burrito. either. I want, like, rice and beans and steak and sour cream and guac oh, beans? and spicy beans stuff. Beans are a waste of life. Oh. But a refried me, bean? A refried bean? Uh, it's fine. It's uh, it's mm. like having... That's a perfect. When you were talking about adding salt and pepper to stuff, refried beans with like pepper on it is so good. It, when everything else, else in the plate's gone, <laughs> it is. But I mean, oh man. I mean, that is that is living low. I gotta tell you. <laughs> I think it's yummy. Alice, do you know what this is? Listen to the sound. What sound? Hold on. 
You know what that is? Is that a Taylor Swift concert? It is, but that's people outside tailor-gating because they oh. couldn't get inside. So what's happening? I, did, I do know at Patriot Place, a ton of people hung out outside at Patriot Place. Right, at Patriot Place. You, in the parking lot, you weren't allowed to hang outside, though, because uh, they don't allow tailor-gating there. Mm-hmm. But at Patriot Place, you could because you could buy stuff. But uh, people are tailor-gating all over who can't get into the actual concert because right. they can still hear it outside, which I kind of like. I think that's great. Um, but it makes me think if you were tailor gating, mm-hmm. and, um, and all, of course, all moms are there as well. Of course, if you were tailor gating, what is the food do you have to have a tailor gating? Because you can have a few beers, but not many, probably because you're driving a kid home and you're driving <laughs> home and you know, whatever. But in the concert, it's three hours long, so you know, a beer three, per hour, three fine. and a half, right? So so, but but food wise. Plus, although some people told me it took several hours just to get out of the parking lot at oh, Gillette afterwards. Un- too. Yeah, always. Yeah. So you might as well. You're gonna have time to sober up while you wait in well, the right. line of cars but to get out wise, of the parking lot. Food wise, what's the food you choose for tailgating? Oh, I mean, for tailgating mm-hmm. specifically. I'm trying to think of like what's the most girly extra food you can have. I feel like you have something indulgent when you're tailorgating. Yeah, because you didn't get in to see the show. Right. You didn't. If I mean, if if you're a kid, you spent the money. But other than that, you got to do something for yourself to go along with the right. music. So you're a chick. You Taylor Swift is all about female emotions, and mm-hmm. you know that's why like women just love Taylor Swift, which is a certainly a an improvement over sex in the city, but I still don't. I, she wears short, short. I, I, it doesn't do anything for me really, but it's fine. But I just, to me, that's just girl stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think cake pops would be a really good Ooh, fit for a, a, girl a Taylor Swift Taylor gating event. Um, well, they're, they're like small and petite and snackish, but they're also delicious. Of course, the key to the cake pops is that you're, Taking um, cake, crumbling it up, smushing it up with frosting, and then forming it into the pop shape and coating it with a hard frosting. This is a as direct well. conflict to your statement that you don't like smushy bread stuff. Um, a cake pop is different to me somehow. I don't know because it's sugary, maybe. You know why? Because you're a Girl, it's just emotions. It just is. I find it cute. It's so ugly, it's cute. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that would be a good one. I mean, yeah, things like that, like little snacky, fancy things make you happy at the Taylor Show, and then you have it with like little champagnes or something. Little champagnes. Champagne problems. Big Taylor Swift hit from one of her recent albums. Um, By the way, just so wait. people know, Chipotle is giving away free burritos during the NBA Finals. Huh? It's a public service announcement. Um, the other thing that I wanted to address that was another um, Vermont-related, Vermont trip-related issue was um, parade-throwing candy. Oh, yes. Because there's like... And because it's Vermont, like the people from the Crunchy Co-op that we love, by the way, we love the Crunchy Co-op throughout uh, Vermint to the children, which is obviously yeah. like not um, <clears throat> not what they're looking for at the parade no. candy throwing. Um, and people throw out seed packets 
as well. Yes, we have that, um, don't we? I have some seed packets. I plan on planting them. Uh, anyway, but then we were kind of talking about you're like limited in what you can use because you obviously can't throw anything chocolate. So that eliminates a lot right, of like sort of melt. the favorite Halloween candies. And to they're carrying for, for a while and it, you're in the sun and it can melt. And so what you get is this barrage of lollipops. Lollipops, like the, Tootsie Rolls. Smarties, all uh, the sucky Jolly stuff. Ranchers. Stuff that my dad. Laffy Taffy. I yeah, love Laffy Taffy. Stuff that in 1940 would have been fantastic. But we've come a long way with candy bars, etc. So the best thing that was thrown out was. Airheads. Oh, that's rubbish. Airheads are great. That's such crap. That you're uh. just that means you just like the you you just like the crack of the sugar. That's it. You don't this is not a taste bud thing. But um but the um but somebody threw out Kit Kats. Now that's a candy. Wait, at this somebody threw out Kit Kats. One person was remember I told the kids to run into the street and get the <laughs> Kit Kats and they were afraid cuz traffic was, was coming. But yeah, but doesn't that like melt and get squishy easily in I'm the sun? I'm sure it does a little bit, but it's still it's it, it's worth a try. I don't think it's practical for a parade throwing candy though. What would you throw out if you were in the parade? And you I mean, you saw get... some Tootsie Rolls. That's I mean, which is crap because that's rubber. Mm, I um, like the fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls. Um, too. What would I throw out? I mean, can if, so it has to be heavy enough to be thrown, right? And aerodynamic enough. Mm-hmm. A Tootsie uh, Roll pop is good too. Oh, God. The kids had some dots. You were so proud of our daughter because I asked for her dots. And um, and one of the kids said, what's what's dots? And I was like, oh, it's this delicious candy, but it's super chewy and it sticks your teeth together. And Sally goes, a last resort. That's what a dots is. Yeah, correct. Correct. <laughs> um, um, so I guess I don't know because I would want chocolate somewhere. I would want to live in the edge. Um, peanut M&M's, M&M's maybe? I mean, because they can still melt, but you've got at least the aluminum siding on them to protect them, the chocolate from melting. So it gives you a little bit. Maybe, I guess that's what I would do. But that they're not very aerodynamic in M&M, even mm -hmm. the mini M&M's. So, well, but they, you, they probably give you, like, you'd get, like, the packets, right? Right, the packets, right. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's... What about a Skittle? In a packet. Skittles blow. Skittles is... <laughs> what? Skittles are good. No. Anything that's in a aluminum siding shell should be have chocolate in it. In it. Skittles are, are an abomination. Abomination. Skittles are like Mentos. Ugh. I like Mentos. No. No. <laughs> Nobody likes Mentos. <laughs> By the way, Oreo is coming out with um, cotton candy flavor Oreos. Oh. I like specialty Oreo flavors. I enjoy that. Let's... Stop it. Stop. An Oreo is better than cotton candy. So why do we have cotton candy flavored Oreos? I like when why they not, do the mystery flavors. Why not just have Lysol flavored Oreos? It, it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. Cotton candy does not taste good. It's rubbish. Cotton candy's good. No, you are not. <laughs> I like all You're not a things. connoisseur. You're an addict. So it's all good to you. Uh, I have a major sweet tooth. But yeah, I do like... Uh, I like cotton candy. I like Laffy Taffy. Um, yeah, I, I like all stuff like that. We had these great cookies from the grocery store, too, that were watermelon flavored cookies while we were in Vermont that were like that nice, sweet, artificial watermelon flavor with frosting on them. Those were very tasty. But I assume you probably didn't even try those, right? 
no. But yeah, they are very um, sweet and gun. Yeah. By the way, next um, next all you can eat podcast, we're going to um, we're going to introduce you to Cassandra Morrow. Oh, really? Who's a lovely young lady who was mistreated at a restaurant. This shall not stand. Mistreated for over ordering at a restaurant. This shall not stand. Shall not stand. Will not put up with this house. Not going to do it. You're going to take a stand. I'm taking a stand for Cassandra. That's right. Wouldn't hurt you to take a stand for something other than the um, the big uh, fry conglomerate that you're apparently uh, working for secretly. 